kick one, two, one, two, bitch. bitch. What's up? What's up, people? What up? This is episode 283. 283. Of the most consistent podcast in the year. Give me a hell yeah. Give me a little sense. This is your boy, Buzz Beat. And over it's your boy, JC No Honey. Didn't I just see you? I know, right? Like a few days ago. <laughs> like the Thanksgiving come down, man. It's like... And my job's been like hella fucking dead and shit like that. Like, everyone's kind of just like unwinding damn near. Like, damn, we're going to go back to work? Fuck. I looked at my scale. I said, damn, was Thanksgiving a day or the last three weeks? <laughs> shit. I said, well, I know what I'm doing until Christmas. Just, I know. It was like the preload. It was, it was like, I'm telling you, it was the pre-holiday turnout. Because, you know, not a lot of shit happened. But, you know, that was your weekend, like post-Thanksgiving. I told you, I looked at the scale, yeah. and I said, was Thanksgiving for a day, or was it for three weeks? <laughs> Shit, man. Yeah. I'm feeling real Biggie Smalls around this motherfucker right oh. now. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I conquered this shit. Man. Yeah, I was kind of listening to some more Michael, and I kind of stumbled across the song. Even though I knew this song, I knew this song existed, but I never really listened to it like that. But it was a song on the 25th anniversary of Bad, because it was like throwaway tracks or whatever, tracks he didn't use for the album. There was a song called Groove, Song Groove, in parentheses, a.k.a. Abortion Papers. <laughs> and what kind of shit we're not going to play the record, because we don't want Sony coming after us. Exactly. <laughs> we ain't going to take that chance. But Michael, wild boy, man. <laughs> he was singing that shit from his soul. Damn abortion papers. That Quincy was like, Man, what the fuck is this? <laughs> what kind of shit is that? He was singing that shit from his soul, like. <laughs> that nigga had pen to paper. So every time he wrote, you ain't hear abortion papers, you just heard. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Powerful nigga drink. Vincent Price, too. <laughs> it's only right. <laughs> he had the nerve to call the song Song Groove. Yeah. <laughs> What kind of demonic shit is that? Yeah, because he knew what was going to get. Nigga was gigging while telling the bitch, get, get the abortion. Yeah. Paper, even though he wasn't really singing about it. Like a whole story about a chick. You played that shit, that motherfucker said, that abortion, baby. That's it, he said, woo. He <laughs> <laughs> said, wait, what the? Wait, what the? <laughs> <laughs> that abortion, papers. Woo. He said, wait, what the? <laughs> And I told him, I was like, yeah, you told him he touched them kids. He touched them kids. He didn't want them kids. Yeah, yeah. How, you, how you touch something you don't want? <laughs> he touched them boys. He don't want them boys. He don't want no kids. Then he has two kids after death, but still. Yeah, he probably he played that song for Quincy, and Quincy was like, Mike, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but other than that, man, like I was listening to like, like music, I was kind of going through Michael's catalog and shit, mm -hmm. and I stumbled and I got to Heal the World, and I was listening to Heal the World, and I'm like, I really do not like this song. <laughs> 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 like, I know it's the most important song of Michael's life and shit, but it's such like 
I don't. It's too peaceful. I like Earth Song a lot better. They don't care about us like that. I hate that damn song. You hate Earth Song? Yeah. <laughs> what about it? They're taking you to church. See, I like that song because it drives the truth home a little more clear. You know, it'll be funny if you're like, I have the what's the healing song called again? Heal the world. Yeah, heal the world. Just. Oh, you mean you are not alone? Yeah, yeah. This is like you heal the world, make it a better place. Like, nigga, fuck that song, man. So I like Earth Song, but it just gets to the point. Like, what is? As I said, if I say this on Twitter, MJ fans will probably not like me for that. So I was thinking, like, what are like from your favorite artists? What are some hot takes that you know the the community, the the stand community, would come after you? Like for your favorites, takes, uh, like what's one opinion that a lot of people won't agree with, like like from the stand base. Kendrick Lamar benefited from J Rock's failed first contract. Yeah, oh, yeah, I don't think that's a hot take. That's like the truth. It'll still be oh, what do you mean by that? And yeah. to say just to say he learned from the mistakes. Uh, uh he had a goal within went within Warner Brothers was kind of shoving j-rock around mm. in the sense of well just chill over here and it took j-rock needing to go with uh tech nine mm-hmm. you know strange I mean? music right <laughs> play that song at the end yeah i mean for albums uh, i'm trying to think what's like one like for me cause i was really thinking about it because i do not like kill the world like at all i really do not like that damn song <laughs> Mm-hmm. And certain Michael songs, like even from M, like I'm like I'm very a harsh critic about him. Sometimes you know I'm a harsh critic, and it's just like some days I just wish, like nigga, I wish the revival never happened. <laughs> like, ugh. but it did, and then you know and it brought back the M I do like. But mm. uh, well, I've already said what I need to say about Nas. Absolutely, oh, yeah. congrats to Nas. Yeah, you're really you're very highly. But what about Pac? Is it like a hot take about Pac? That some of the Pac fans are coming after you for? No. Cause... Well, not a hot take, like an opinion that you feel, but but the stand base won't agree with you on. Not really, because he was so diverse. Mm. There's not really much to say. Uh, what about Ice Cube? <laughs> that correlates more to Nas. <laughs> more of a slight on Nas. <laughs> Which is what? <laughs> If Ice Cube was from New York, then he'd oh, yeah, get he the would, same love as, as yeah, Nas. He'd be the biggest artist. Yeah, yeah, yeah I feel you on that one. Um, I don't really have too many critiques about my favorites mm. in terms that would like shake the table. Stand base, yeah, yeah. Everybody knows it for that part. Um, like you like a majority of this shit, but there's like some stuff you just be looking at sideways and shit. Like for me, when it comes to Michael, yeah, heal the world. Mm-mm. <laughs> like it's just. <laughs> I mean, I've already said this about Kanye. I mean, Jesus and the life of Pablo for me. It's about the sound. Yeah. It's all about the sounds because them sounds. damn lyrics. Woo! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I don't think that's a hot take. Mm. I really don't. I mean, some people will point out uh, Real Friends and some other tracks, but I'll be like, all right. <laughs> what about the lyrics that led up to that? Eminem should have never did the. No, I asked shit about M when he did that fucking verse on Rihanna's record. I forgot which album it was, but when he said that's the Buck Police, and you're looking at your rear, 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 like nigga, what? And it was one of those. I can't defend that. What kind of shit is that? Like M, I'm a stand. I cannot defend that. And he wasn't even on drugs. You wrote that, and Rihanna said that's cute, that's funny. She put that on her album. Nigga, what? What's wrong with you? 
I mean, I've been having them kind of bars though. That, that was that one was re- that was one of those like, bruh. That was one of those I can't defend that. <laughs> that was one of those I can't defend that. I mean, come on, that nigga said it's Tuesday and I'm locked up. He's <laughs> like, wait, what the fuck? Oh, of course. <laughs> well, he he let you know that was the last song he recorded for that album. He's just making up bullshit, and it went number one. It went platinum. I'm just releasing bullshit. That's what Drake is right now. So I was running butt naked. He's like, okay, <laughs> all right, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was on drug drugs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did you? Oh, you don't know this story. I read like his double XL feature or whatever. It was like months ago, and he looks at Encore like the album that got away because he was really focused on making the album and shit. Mm-hmm. But then tracks leaked. So then when certain tracks leaked, he was just like, "Fuck, well, all right, let me go re-record some of those some records and shit like that." He already got on his pills and shit like that. So he looks at Encore because he said the album was gonna open up with that song "We as Americans." And yeah. then that was going to go into Evil Deeds and all this other shit. He said it was going to be like a proper sequel to the Eminem show. So when he looks back... Yeah, he, he mailed it in. Yeah. You could tell. He was mad he had to mail it in because he was on drugs. And I was just like, damn, those albums, if those tracks didn't leak. Eh. Oh, well. Uh, who else? Who else has some... Who might be able to take some hot takes? Jay-Z. Some hot cakes. No, I mean, the biggest one is... We've already said that he was one. Never the, he was never the top dog like that. Right. But he had the longevity. Yeah, he had the longevity. That's not really the... I guess it's a hot take, but again, that's for people who are in Oh, that's a, that's a hot take. I, I feel Volume 2 is his least is my least favorite album from him. Volume 2. Hard Knock Life. There's too much filler on there. There's outdated filler on that. I know there's timeless records, but there's too much like outdated filler on that shit. Hmm. Like, I know it's the album that put him on with Hard Knock Life. And there's... Trust me, there's Can I Get a... There's fucking um, Hard Knock Life and... What were the other records that was on there? Oh, Jigga What, Jigga Who, or whatever. I know those records are on there, but there's other records on there that are so just outdated. I never want to listen. It's too fucking. It's too night, too early two thousands for that time period. Mm-hmm. Or it was even that was ninety eight. Never mind, shit, late nineties. <laughs> yeah, I can I can't listen to that album. I can listen to Volume One. I can listen to Kingdom Come and shit. But nah, I can rarely ever listen to Volume Two. I feel that's his worst album to me. Hmm. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't really have any, not that I could think of that I haven't already said. That's the thing, is, what's, I've already what's said What's Pac's worst album to you? His worst one? Yeah, uh, when he was alive. Yeah, I can't say the post office, because that's, that's Yeah, easy. I was like, those are, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but when he was alive. Um, his weakest to me is, uh, Strictly for My Niggas. Really? Yeah. I feel that's his most underrated. Just off the beats alone. The but shit I mean, look, look at what we're talking about. Uh-huh. We're not talking about what's... Like, you're, you're saying what's his worst one. Yeah. And I'm... I, probably that's not the best way to phrase that. Yeah. <laughs> the best I mean, way to phrase is probably which is your least favorite. Least favorite. It's least favorite. Strictly for my niggas, which says a lot. Oh, wow. Because yeah. his debut has so many... I, I rarely ever go back to Tupacalypse now. Yeah, it's got so many groundbreaking hits. Mm-hmm. Brenda's got a baby when the homies call... Trapped, I don't give a fuck. Trapped, I don't give a fuck. Well, that was kind of like, I don't give a fuck was one of the B-sides, kind of. It doesn't matter about a B-side, it's just, yeah. it's a hit. It's a, a hit, hit is a hit. I didn't talk about a single. Oh, yeah, yeah, a hit, yeah. A hit is a hit. It was on the fucking San Andreas soundtrack, I remember that. Right. It was the only Pac song that was on San Andreas. I was like, damn, mm-hmm. those other Pac records, man. Oh, they did play other Pac records on there. But, but you got to remember, the, on San Andreas, it was 92. Yeah. That's all he had. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh, that is true. Holy <laughs> it shit. It was 1992 on San Andreas. Yeah, I keep forgetting You only had one that. album. Yeah, shit. 
But, um... Like I said, I, my pock uh, takes aren't uh, anything that fans don't already know. So that's, there's really not much to say about Pac. Yeah, we can pick and choose which is his worst post star. That's Pac's life. I that's you mean the Tupac duets. <laughs> Pac's life. No, I still get mad at some of those death row. Uh, oh, you listen to those? I still get mad at some of those because they went and they were like, "We're gonna put Jazzy Faye on here." Like, Nigga, that's not what that's supposed to sound like. <laughs> so you talk about better days? The better days one? Uh, until the end of time and better days. Ugh, I, better days actually it was the 20 year anniversary and they were celebrating on Twitter. I was like, why are we talking about this fucking album? Because <laughs> they got Thugs Mansion was on there. Why are you talking about a, an album that came out still balling? Six years after the nigga died. And that still balling that record pisses me off because not because you can't listen to it on the radio. That wasn't what it was supposed to sound like. <laughs> Yeah, I know. The original version is so much better. Right. All Corrupts, the Corrupts featured on the original version. All the fucking like original Pac records sound fire, but they can't really post it because of the sample clearances and shit. Right. Like, like they just threw they, up. They had to do the when we ride on our enemies remix on Better Days and shit. And How's he? I never listened to the original one. No, uh, it's it's mwah. Yeah. <sighs> A lot of those records Daz produced. <laughs> wow. Daz and Johnny J and and a few other niggas on Death Row they were uh, that he started working with, they produced those records. So then, I mean, again, nothing wrong with Jazzy Faye. I rock with Jazzy Faye, but Jazzy Faye producing uh, uh, Tupac is like uh, that was like when he was on the come up too before he got to a Sierra right. and shit. What's Jazzy Faye been doing? He's been super quiet. I don't know, but uh, what was it Fair Exchange? Oh yeah, I remember that. They made that super you R&B. You do me, and if it's worth it, baby, I'll return to the family. Turn the shit off. <laughs> that shit dropped the freshman year. I remember that. Wasn't Ti on that shit? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Turn that shit off. <laughs> better. Oh, I think the one of the best songs on there is "Better Days" with Ron Isley, even though it's labeled "Mr. Biggs" on there. Mm. I was like, oh, so what? This is Machiavelli, Mr. Biggs. <laughs> Machiavelli featuring Mr. Biggs. I mean, I guess. Yeah, just yeah. I don't. That's why I really stay away from those albums. There's only a select few tracks that actually stay true to the original sound. Mm. Yeah, I'd I'd usually just. That's why I listen mostly. The only posthumous Pac album I listen to is um, what are you still down? Oh, that was the first one that got released after Machiavelli. That his mom had hella a hand on it and shit. Well, yeah, because she had the recordings. Those were all the records before Death Row. Yeah, that was for, like Me Against the World and Thug Life and shit. Mm-hmm. Thug Life is a good album too. Mm-hmm. Thug Life Volume One. Yeah, that one was a good album. Yeah. And then I and I liked. Yeah, that was the only one I really do like. Cause the rest I rarely ever go back to. Well, the what's it called? Loyal to the Game. I know you hate that one. I'm not gonna say that I hate it. It just. I know. Slow down the the vocals to match the production. Yeah, That's... there was there's a select there's some select bangers on there that I'm produced, and then the other records that had what's his name, who who produced it, Red Spider, no, Scott Storch. He did what's it called? Why he smoked crack? Cause I had to that one. Mm. Then it was the um, what the fuck's his name? DJ DJ Quick. The DJ Quick we missed the Lord of the Game. Mm-hmm. And there was like one other one, but yeah, those remixes were fire. The last, the last few songs on the album. <laughs> DJ Quick, because <laughs> he was there in the actual sessions. 
Everything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that wasn't even the original version too on the DJ Quick remix. Right. Oh, damn. All the man. I remember. But see, the problem is, is that I got the DJ Quick unreleased. Uh, yeah. Road, uh, I'm sure you tracks, do. Yeah. And I made my own album out of that. So some of that shit was already. I was like, <sighs> why? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you hate like making fucking separate albums? See, that's why. That's it. Would have been nice to have DJ Quick executive produce the Loyal to the Game project with M. Or just no, no, no yeah, just DJ. M could have been a nice feature, and that would have been that. Yeah, because DJ Quick should have. Uh, it would have been nice for DJ Quick to spearhead that one. Yeah, and all M did was write a note to Afini, and Afini said, "Oh, that's sweet. Okay, right." And <laughs> even M was shocked, like, "Oh, well." I think the best one he did wasn't even on that album. It was on the fucking Resurrection soundtrack. Yeah, the uh, Running, Dying to Live. That was the perfect beat. He made it a documentary that matched the the Tupac Resurrection documentary. He had. The, how he found those fucking verses from Pac and Biggie on the running single, I was like, wow. Mm-hmm. And he made the conscious decision not to rap over it, which was per. I was like, because a lot of these niggas would have rapped over that shit with them. Right. Ross would have did it. Drake would have did it. <laughs> J. Cole probably would have did it. No, M was like, nah, I gotta leave this alone. Oh, man. Good times. And Ghost, too. That was fire, too. Yeah, speaking of M, fucking white people. Well, not white people. It was, uh, what's his name? Chris Rock's, um, his brother, Tony Tony Rock or whatever. Mm. He posted the top 20 greatest Caucasian rappers of all time. Not yeah, we, we, yeah, you know, there's some things in, in life where I don't know that this is what I needed to conversate about. <laughs> okay. And I've been waiting, I didn't baby. know that... The first rap song that I rapped in my entire life, being Ice Ice Baby, prepared me for this. <laughs> so this moment. It prepared me for this moment. Because again, like I always say, uh, when it was young, uh, Baby JC, no hundreds. Uh-huh. Um, I obviously wasn't getting that N.W.A. Yeah. I was getting that MC Hammer and that Vanilla Ice. Mm-hmm. And that's how I fell in hey, love with Ice Ice Baby still knocks, man. And so does You Can't Touch This. Oh, yeah. Um... But with that being said, I did not know that I had been prepped this entire time to have a full in-depth conversation, <laughs> conversation about the top 20. About the, the caucus congregation. So we already said what we said about M. So we gotta, we're got we leaving him out of this conversation. Right. <laughs> so. Well, he's number one. There, I, I don't have a problem with that. I, know, I don't got a problem because he is the definitive. But everything rapper. else, it's, uh, it's, it's reason for concern. Yeah, it's just rappers that you just know. Number 20, I don't even see a number 20 on here. Yeah, I can't see it either. Yeah. It's John Cena! Uh, but <laughs> on a more serious though. note. He's pretty decent, though. Mac Miller is way too low. Way too low. Lil Dicky is way too high. <laughs> yeah, Dick Dicky needs to be in, like, the top. He needs to be right by Kid Rock. Yeah, G-Eazy is too low. But Bubba Sparks, Sparks is, is way too low. low. Jack Carlo, Jack Carlo is, is I, okay. I see the potential, but are we yeah. talking about just technique or overall career? Both. I'm yeah. taking everything into yeah. consideration. Bubba Sparks be, is way too low for that. Lil Dicky needs to be right by Machine Gun Kelly, uh, but maybe higher than Machine Gun Kelly. I I think you have a legitimate argument for Bubba Sparks and Paul Wall being in your top five greatest Best white rappers. rappers all oh time. by far, Bubba Sparks, and it's crazy. He's the only one that has that song. Everyone that knows Bubba Sparks, you booty, 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 rocking yeah. everywhere, or uh, you know. But we know that nigga for ugly and deliverance. 
Like, come on. That boy could rap. Like, that was Timberland's best attempt to get in his white boy. Did work. But Bubba Sparks can rap. I don't know why Post Malone's on here. He has constantly said he doesn't... Don't call him a rapper. He's not even a rapper. He's a, he's a harmonizer. See, they don't listen to nobody. They don't. Uh, but I would I would keep Vanilla Ice in the top five just because of his... What he... His impact. The impact. If you put him at number five, fine. I'm cool with that. But yeah. number two is just... I, the number two is solely based Paul on Wall, impact on yeah. one song. Marky Mark, why is he here? He doesn't rap. Okay. And why is he number three? He doesn't rap. He doesn't rap at all. He's like, yeah, come on, let's get it. And he regrets that decision for the rest of his career. He hates that shit. Like, why do I have to do that? <laughs> Marky Mark and, and Kid Rock might have. Well, Kid Rock at one point did rap. He did. Yeah, and despite Kid Rock's political stances lately, he I will it. say Marky Mark is probably the only racist on here. <laughs> Kid Rock might be insensitive as fuck, but Kid Rock was he, uh, Kid Rock was sitting with Too Short at the table and Too Short was writing his rhymes. Yeah, so, you know, he was in He the, does know the he's culture. He's from Detroit. He yeah. Mixed at these hip hop shows. He knows these motherfuckers. Yeah, Kid Rock Kid, Kid Rock can talk all that talk, but if you put he him in a room with all that put him in a room shit. with Too Short, he turned he turned into Anakin looking at Obi-Wan you Kenobi. You put him in a room with these people, he'll be cool with damn near yeah. all of them. It he's, might be Darth Rock. Yeah. <laughs> but you put Too Short in there, he's going to be Anakin. Anakin, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Everlast, I don't know too much about Everlast. So oh, I'm that's not. the jump around dude, House of Pain. I, I know, but I, yeah. He only had one hit, too. Right. Well, no, he had a few hits. Iggy Azalea. Is she white? She's Australian. And she's super white. I don't know why she's on yeah, this list. Yeah, yeah. Well, her catalog. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. You sell a catalog for eight figures, you got some shit. Yeah, yeah. What's it called for fancy? Doesn't, yeah, even yeah. if it is for fancy. I mean, look, they put vanilla ice on here. Is, was the song called Fancy? Yeah. Oh, okay. Now, and I won't take anything away from Iggy, because remember, she came back with that single with Tiger. Oh, yeah, that shit was knocked. Yeah. And her ass is just by the image of God. I don't know if that qualifies you as a rapper. Hey, but... man, Fred, man, the ass helps. Lil Peep. Is that how some of the women feel about Eminem? You're the one that brought it up, so you want to answer for that. Like, they like, I don't know. They probably like him when he... In his early years, he looked like someone straight out of a fucking boy band. Eminem, back in the early years with the blonde hair and shit, he mm-hmm. looked like someone that could have been a pop star or a boy band until you heard him talk and heard him rap. And like, oh, ew. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly, he's too low. Yeah, he should be a little bit higher. He went up against the number one on here, and I'm not and saying survived. that he survived. And survived. Yeah, but and that goes, that, that says a lot. That says a lot. I gave him props for that, though. In hindsight, that's a lot of balls to do. Yeah, and have people really, and out of all the people, people say that MGK is the only one who put a dent in M's armor. The only rapper, he's one of the only rappers that people consider. And I'm a stan, and I don't agree, but to have that narrative out there, shit, I gotta give him props on that. He, was only, he wasn't afraid of him either. No pun intended. Yeah. I st- and I still... <laughs> and wild that, boy. Man, they stay... You know what? Now I'm mad. What? Who does they miss? They're missing one of the greatest white rappers of all time. Who? Lil White. Oh my god. I've been, oh my god, was, didn't he do like Southern Trap? The nigga shit? was signed to Hypnotize Mind. He was signed to 3 6. Yeah, I remember him, yeah. Nah, now I'm mad. Now I'm mad. Where's Lil White at? Damn, I haven't heard that name in forever. Yeah, this, this this whole thing is a joke. You ain't got Lil White on here. <laughs> Paul Wall, man. Everyone, all, all black folks love Paul Wall, man. I remember in high school during football practice, someone asked who you guys to listen to, Eminem or Paul Wall. The nigga said, Paul Wall, the fuck? 
<laughs> so just like that, Paul Wall, the fuck? Like, nigga, yeah. what? Yeah, you really listen to Paul Wall? Yes. What the fuck you talking about? What's wrong with Jeez, you? He sounded so smooth on drive, drive Slow. That's when I really gained respect for him. I'm like, oh, this white boy can spit. Yeah. Like, I can't they, forget they forgot somebody else on here. They, they forgot Ritz. They forgot Anonymous on here, too. Shit. Yeah, I, I, shout love to Anonymous, but come on now. Come on. Now you just, now you just throwing names hey, out. Well, all the white rappers, man. John Anonymous Cena. is great. We, 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 uh, we, we take it in. There's a criteria involved yeah, with this. Yeah, yeah, shout to, yeah. Shout out to Anonymous. See, why, now you, you had to make me talk down because you're just talking senseless and talking stupid. I ain't talking stupid. No, I was looking at, I'm still looking at this list. Jack Carlo. They forgot Ritz. Ritz. Yeah, Ritz from uh from Strange Music. Oh, wow. But he was kind of more of an underground like shit. Doesn't matter, he's a white rapper. It said greatest Caucasian rappers of all time. They all yeah. they all them made impact. they made impacts, dude. What about third base? He was a rapper too. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised they didn't put Asher Roth on there. Try to get that oh agenda my off. God, Asher Roth. Why is Weird Al not on here? Yeah, he's a he's a spitter. He can he, the way he can flip those damn songs. That's talent, nigga. I know I know damn good and well. No, but actually, I know damn good and well that I'm rereading this, and I say what you want. Where's Yellow Wolf? Yeah, where the fuck is that? That little racist fucking Confederate rapper dog. Where's Yellow Wolf? Yellow Wolf should have. He should have replaced John Cena. To be honest, Yellow Wolf was man. Ugh, man. Why do you have to be fucking racist, man? <laughs> like, damn, he can still spit. Like, he can speak and rap. How do you say it? Uh, Aesop Rock. Aesop Rock. Who? The the hardcore East Coast rapper. Yeah, I don't even know. He's still exactly, part of the group. but he a white rapper. I see his name pop up all the time. What about that other little, that little rapper that's out? Not little white. What's his name? But not yeah, little white not being on here is Yeet. It? What about that motherfucker? He's a Ooh. white boy. Yeet or whatever. Yacht. Yeet? Or Yacht or whatever. Y-E-A-T. You ever saw that name? I have seen that name, but I was using it in a different way a long time ago. Yeah, I mean, we all were. Yeet! Yeah, but it's a rapper. It's a white boy rapper, and he's having a lot of buzz because of the music he makes. Oh, come on, man. Where's your favorite white rapper at? Who am? Where's Logic at? White, 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 white. You know what's the crazy shit about that record? Is Royce did the whole history lesson. I was listening to like Paul Rosenberg shit about that record. Mm-hmm. He said flat out like he didn't think M was gonna come in on time to do the record, so he recorded the Logic mix first, the Logic version. And that Logic version was going to be originally on the album until M came in at the last minute. Eminem saved us, and Royce really loved that damn verse. I believe it. Like he really loved that verse. Like, bro, you know how that I could have no, turned your no, shit off. No, time out. They're missing Brother Ali. Oof. What happened to him? See, that's what I'm talking about. You, they missing out on some on strange music. Damn. What happened to him? I haven't heard that name in forever. Wasn't there some white rappers on Thiz? I don't think so. Mm. I don't think they were. I'm trying to think of any white rappers out here, California in general. No, can't think of besides G Easy. Yeah, G Easy's on here, but he's he's too low. Definitely should be higher than thirteen. Well, that motherfucker got the number one album, man. One of the only white rappers that could do that shit. Several times, didn't he? Yeah, the number one record. He had the one of the top records of all time with um. If I hit it, what's yeah. about um? 
No, not No Limit. What's it called? Yeah, No Limit. Oh, yeah, No Limit. Yeah, well, No Limit with Cardi. Early Cardi. Mm-hmm. Shit. He got a forever hit with that. Yep. He, he got forever hits all over, man. Yeah. <laughs> Niggas be talking shit, but I'm like, nah, man. That, that nigga from Oakland. You guys listen to G-Eazy? You're damn right we listen G-Eazy. to G-Eazy. Bay Area's very own. Fuck out of here. Bay Area's very own. Come on, have Megan Thee Stallion's style on his lap and shit, kissing on her neck, and he got away with it? A Bay Area nigga did that shit. Motherfucker. But Jack Carlo, I'm kind of curious where he's going to go. Like, from... I have faith in him. Like, I feel he could figure it out. Because I did like his album. And I, I mean, I didn't like it to death. But I could just... People were, like, dissing that album fucking serious. I'm like, dude, this is what his last album sounded like. Yeah. Like, I don't get it. But Lil Dicky, Lil Dicky could rap. He can't. He's just too high. Yeah. He's he not even rapping like that no more. He has his show going. So honestly, he ain't even thinking about rapping. Right. And Mac Miller, man... I put Mac Miller at uh, number two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can get that. Get Marky Mark off that shit. Yeah. yeah. Shit. And let's see what else is going on. Well, yeah, Kanye got to pay child support. We'll change subjects. Is there anything else about the white rappers you want to talk about? Nah, just uh, salute all the uh, rappers from oh. the caucus congregation. From the congregation. That have helped led, uh, propel the culture. Led by Emperor Marshall Matters. <laughs> He's like the personification of the perfect white rapper. Nah, it was led by Vanilla Ice. Well, Vanilla Ice, but he was the perfect offspring from Vanilla Ice. Yeah, but <laughs> Vanilla Ice is the emperor. If you want to put that's it that why, way, that's why, yeah. would, that's why I would put, keep him in the top five. Only compared to all the other artists, uh, what they've done over their lifespan but you keep Vanilla Ice in the top five just because he's the emperor he, of white rappers he paved the way he showed what he showed what a white pop star rapper should look like <laughs> oh. <laughs> shit man yeah I mean, Ice yeah, Ice he hung off that that railing uh, for sure so that way Zim could be, be with Dr. Dre. Dre he died for M sins yeah oh shit he really did die for his as, sins. as he says, <laughs> Vanilla, Vanilla Ice says, I was a silent investor for Death Row Records. <laughs> <laughs> Shit! <laughs> yeah, think about it. Think about it that way. There might be no Death Row Records without Vanilla Ice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Ice Ice Baby made that money to support the. Somebody need to find that uh, the Death Row uh, the Death Row family picture with Bow Wow in it, and then put Ice Vanilla Ice next to it. Yeah, remember when he changed the story up? Like, oh yeah, Shook Knight hung me over the balcony, and then the next interview. That's not what happened. That's not what happened. (laughs) Oh, you. He was very nice, and we just had a conversation outside. Shook Knight made that call. He switched that story up, brother. <laughs> that boy then he had the nerve this motherfucker had the nerve when they said Robin yeah. Winkle at that point no <laughs> from Vanilla Ice to Robin, Robin Winkle. Winkle real quick yeah no, that motherfucker had the nerve to tell him like you think you're sampling from Queen and da, 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 and Queen David Bowie and shit I said, hold on there's goes dun 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 Mine goes It's not the same. Smack on his face. What kind of shit is that? He said it on camera with a smirk on his face. It's not the same. Just for that. Oh yeah. That is powerful niggardry at work. Yeah, he tried to gaslight us. Nigga added two ding dings and said it's not the same. Like he doesn't understand. We know what sampling <laughs> <Yeah>. means. 
It's not the same. Just change one one lyric. It's not the same. Queen said, you know what? We was just we was gonna have a conversation and we was gonna get it right, but since you wanna try to bullshit us, motherfucker, get the fucking papers. If you don't take these motherfucking papers, this motherfucker. Say that shit in court. Nigga says, sing to him, Michael. And a bullshit papers. <laughs> <laughs> you got served some papers. Yeah. You got to get served by Michael Jackson. <laughs> Moon walks out the way. Oh, shit. Yeah, white rappers, man. You got to love them. I'm mad that they did not put Lil White on there. You cannot have a white rapper conversation without Lil White. There's something about white rappers like you gotta like when you see how they rap and how his name passion, is Lil White. Uh, I, it's straight to the point too. <laughs> it's really crazy when you see white rappers; they always get that intrigue, like "Oh shit, white boy," and he raps pretty damn good. And it's funny because they be the ones that are like, "Yeah, I rap. Why are you so impressed by this?" Yeah, because you're white. <laughs> <laughs> like, are you like Eminem? And a lot of these, oh, they didn't put NF on that list. Oh yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. But that nigga really is a carbon copy of Eminem, dog. Maybe <laughs> that's why they can only have one. It's only one M. And do you think there'll ever be like someone like Eminem ever again in hip hop? No, not, not not in cancel culture. Shit. <laughs> like he was like a he's like a once in a lifetime artist uh, type of artist. Like no other white rapper is gonna achieve what M achieved like that. No, yeah, but I mean, that, that's what makes them so unique and so it's it's a it, it's great to have that understanding that that's the type of caliber artist that they are the bar is just the right place right time yeah DMX is another rapper right place right time right place right because time there's never going to be another one like DMX Mm-mm. you know what I mean so there's just I mean a lot of people could come in and and be smooth and chill like Snoop. But you ain't gonna do it for 30 years like Snoop. Not like Maybe Snoop. Maybe 40 years now. And still find himself on historic albums and historic moments and shit throughout right, yeah, pop th- culture. Yeah, he's yeah, 30 years everywhere. In. Like, he's on your TVs, lunchboxes. He can be, he's in wrestling. He's in cartoons. He's, nigga. And we you know what makes Snoop so dope? Uh, Snoop does everything and not once have you ever questioned, why is Snoop doing this? He's just there. Snoop, Snoop was there with Martha Stewart, and it was like, uh, yeah, that, that, that I, I never thought about that, but that actually does make sense. Snoop on Price is Right. I'm like, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wheel of Fortune, that makes sense. WWE, that makes sense. Oh, what does he have? Uh, SGN? Um, what's his, uh, GGN, his network? Uh, SGN, yeah. His yeah. podcast network. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, oh, that makes 100% sense. Like, I would love to watch Snoop just have a talk. To, oh, him and Training Day? That makes sense. Yeah, in a wheelchair. <laughs> Well, you know, he smokes some weed. Like, he probably, you know, he's probably had a concussion. Let him sit down. That makes a lot of sense. She really is the other. He's like the, he's the official ambassador of hip-hop. Yeah. Dog. He's like, there's a lot of ambassadors in hip-hop. He is the originator. There needs to be a Snoop Dogg day. Dead ass. Damn. I gotta appreciate that, man. Yeah. Snoop is probably, you could probably count him on one hand. The, the rapper where... All right, Snoop's in the White House. Oh, yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, Has I he been it. in the White House? What I wouldn't about? doubt it. Yeah, he probably was. Uh, and he's part of every history-making moment in hip-hop. He's probably sneaking hoes to Bill Clinton. Yeah, he's probably every history moment in hip-hop. Snoop Dogg made an appearance. Yeah. That's fucking nuts, man. Appreciate yeah. Snoop Dogg. 
you talk about white rappers and we start talking about <laughs> but when it comes back to the white rapper shit yeah you know when Snoop co-signed Eminem that was another like oh wow Dr. Dre co-signed him oh damn Snoop Dogg called Eminem the great white hope mm-hmm. <laughs> you always have that shit like I said I don't know if there's gonna be another great white hope in hip hop hey shit you got logic that he tried on that nope <laughs> I think Drake's the closest one I guess because he's half white and shit. Nah, his hair, you can say what you want about his hair not being nappy enough, but it's still black enough to get pulled over by the police. Yeah, true that. Yeah. And he can say nigga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hybrid. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's a hybrid. Like That's, that's another rapper that's probably never going to come around. <laughs> you can say nigga with that Jewish money. I said Eminem's like a once-in-a-lifetime shit. Drake's a once-in-a-lifetime artist. Yeah. Like, there ain't going to be another person like Drake. They won't be. And Kendrick, too. That's, which which then leads it leads into a conversation now around Sweetie. Yeah. Um, as as we all know at this point, uh, the record sales around her EP, which I, I haven't gotten to, which again it ain't got much to do about Sweetie. It's just the time of the year. I'm I'm kind of checked out. I'm checked out now. Um, but with that being said, Sweetie reportedly had first week sales that were around two thousand. Do I stand corrected or something like that? that. Yeah, her first week says like over two thousand. The two thousand mark. Everybody went up in arms and they were talking, you know, trying to get their jokes in. She was defending herself. Uh Hitmaker came out and made a good point that said this actually has a lot to do about the A and R and the people that are supposed to be behind her. Mm-hmm. Uh they were just looking as a way to you know, find a scapegoat. Yeah. So now that brings conversation here. Um, what kind of artist is Sweetie? Because she clearly isn't the type of artist where you could just announce and execute the release of a project within a week. Yeah, you ain't Beyonce. <laughs> She's only had, like, how many... What are the only top hit records I hear is... Well, that's that's what I was going to... I was going to get to, but damn the top records. What, is she... what are the top three reasons that Sweetie's known for? Those fucking nasty-ass food snacks she'd be making. Mm-hmm. Act right. And dating Quavo. Not one of them has to do with a song. I said act right. She made act right. My type. My type, I mean. Oh, okay. So... She did my so type. So she's known... No, what... A better way to put that is she's known for sampling these major hits. Bay Area Records, too. And then rapping over, but... Okay, cool. You can't. Not one of those three is an actual song at all. You're just, just naming what she's about, and that's fine. Yeah, it's perfectly fine that that's what it's about. But there's a difference when now you speak on. I'm not comparing them. I'm just saying this is what it is when somebody could drop at a at a time's notice. Mm-hmm. You can say all you want about. I'm talking about you, Busby. You yeah. can say all you want about Drake, but one thing that you'll come clear is your evidence to why you feel about Drake is you're naming songs as mm-hmm. to why you have him placed up high here. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, Beyonce, it goes without saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, she invented the... The the same... Uh, the, the drop without notice. Drop. Yeah, without notice, yeah. Right. There's a bunch of artists that you'll name. One of those three reasons on why they could do it, you're going to name... Probably not just the song. You're probably gonna name the album, album. to why they can do it. Mm-hmm. Sweetie don't got Sweetie's that. not in the realm where you can name a song at all. And it, again, that's fine. She's carved a lane for herself. Not even a feature. She's carved a lane for her. Well, what was it? 
I guess one would be the best friend with Doja Cat. That one, yeah. I'll give her that. Mm-hmm. But overall, in the grand scheme of things of her career, you're not naming projects. Mm-mm. You know Just what I mean? Just singles. Yeah. Um, Little popcorn singles. That's what she has. Right. And again, if that's her lane, cool. But what I thought that was funny beyond all this was that she... <laughs> Her content on this project was more focused on, are we really going to tolerate the misogyny in, in hip-hop? It, like, has it always been like this? And it was like... I saw that too. It was, it was like, like you do you know what the music you've sampled and You literally over? sampled Too Short. <laughs> you, too, you sampled Blow the Whistle. Really? What's my favorite word? Bitch! Like, Nick, really? And made a profit off that? Shut up. Somebody said this was the greatest... Uh, I did not expect this kind of rebrand, but we're here, and they put a picture up of uh, of Jackie in the uh, right to censor. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was um, not Ivory. Ivory, yeah, yeah, thank you, Ivory, Ivory, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that even... confused, see, and that's the problem too. Mm. So you drop a project, and some of the lyrical aspects that, and I'd say I'm not saying lyrical like she was given lyrical miracle. I'm just saying what yeah. she's known for. Yeah. Some of those aspects got taken away, so she's trying to... It's a project that nobody knows about that's on the way. Yeah. And she's putting different lyrical content there, or at least alluding to that. So this was a recipe for failure. Who the fuck... Who are people? I can see why Hitmaker was pissed off. Right. Because he was just like... I remember when Hitmaker was pissed off about how Tanache's career was going. And he was like, yo, send her over to me. She went straight mm-hmm. to him, and then her career skyrocketed again. Right. Yeah, Hitmaker is he's quietly like one of the best A and R's. He sees the greatness in artists and shit like that. And he's that. the head of A for Empire. Yeah. Yeah. So I think Sweetie needs a, is is a Sweetie on Empire? No, no, he's not. No, she not. Has, I think she has a major, doesn't she? Yeah, well, capital, if I want to be Capital or Republic. Let's see. One of those two sound familiar, but I'm not gonna uh, bank on it. I don't even know she. I remember everyone's all trying to defend her shit. The Single Life, that's what it's called, and it is on Warner, Warner Records. Oh, so she's on Warner, okay. But I mean, here, okay, so here's another case in point. So, Sweetie has been out for how long? It's about two, three years. Gorilla's been out for how long? Uh, not even that long. Who's got the record with Cardi? <laughs> Gorilla. <laughs> Who got nominated for a damn Grammy. And no. again, this isn't about, I'm not trying to pit... Well, sweetie against each other. This isn't about that. This is about mm-hmm. the, the representation and the teams around them. Mm-hmm. So how is your artist have been uh, pumping out records over Barrier Classics was dating Quite uh, um, the rapper in the biggest rap group over the last few years. Mm-hmm. Um, she is very visible all over her social media platforms. Mm-hmm. And you didn't monopolize on that by getting her in with either Meg or Cardi. Shit. Not even a, a Nikki. Shit. She thought she could make the shit on her by herself. Just by her name alone. You know what I mean? So, again, she- you have to look at the representation around her. Because, again, if the women are collaborating. Mm-hmm. Now, again, she's got the record with Doja Cat. It's great. I'm not taking away from that. But when before Doja Cat really put her her foot in the ground with uh, Planet Her last year, it was a whole bunch of bullshit. It was basically you're still looking at Nikki, Cardi, and Meg. Mm-hmm. So where's her records? One of the three. None. 
that says a lot. It does say a lot. You know what I mean? And again, that even goes into what other people were talking about, which was, okay, how many of her followers are are on all her social media? Oh, like 600 million or some shit like that? Right. Within the millions. Yeah, I I wouldn't say 600 million. Well, not 600. That's too high. Yeah. I would say it's, it's within... It's in the realm of millions. Millions. Um, that goes without saying. Those aren't paying customers. Nope. Those people that just a lot of those are men that just want to look at her. That too. You know what I mean? That's all. And then she all she posts on there. Damn. I never had no reason to follow her either. I was like, man, you look a bird. <laughs> I always I had her. I do follow her because I've, I've been interested in. I see the potential in in her in terms of best friend. Yeah. Um. Obviously, it's it's you know I'm not gonna lie. It's she's not she's not the worst person to look at. No, no, she's you know fine. what I mean. But I don't think people take but, her seriously. And again, that it's different for us because we have an investment in this culture to see. Mm-hmm. Okay, where is it? At the very least, she's she's a very attractive woman to look at. Yeah. But at the peak, I'm trying to see. Okay, what content is she gonna produce? She probably she's loving hip hop at best. And see, that's unfortunate because once upon a time, love and hip hop was your last resort. Mm-hmm. Now it's could, it could help your career. Well, Cardi used fucking when she was on the come up, she used love and hip hop. But see, that's she, see, Cardi she used, was smart. Cardi used love and hip hop like Section Eight. Yeah, you ain't supposed to stay on there. Yeah, if you a brand new face, she was there utilize for, it for what you need to and get to the next level. She was there for one season and then got the fuck out. Round of applause for that woman. <laughs> <laughs> she knew how to get in and get out. Yeah, a lot of people didn't have me comparing Love and Hip Hop to Section 8 on the 2022 Bingo Card. But here we are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to Sweetie, I, I don't know, man. Because she doesn't, she makes music I don't really care to. Only time I hear about and that's it. That's the thing, too. Again, she if she has her lane, she has her lane. I don't have a problem with that. I just don't have a reason to go to this project other than my own personal intrigue and love for hip hop. But outside of that, I got to have a, I, there should be a, even if the music, like, City Girls don't make music for me. At all. I've listened to, to the City Girl projects. Same with Megan. Megan doesn't make music for me, but I still listen. I still feel her album this year was one of the best projects this right. year. Right. Like there's, there's got to be a pull and, and attractiveness. So, an attractiveness to the music. Mm-hmm. I don't get that from Sweetie. Yeah, me neither. Which is a shame because I, I do believe she has it in her. Yeah, she does. Um, She's, and I think she wanted to try something different, but she just had the wrong people around her. Yeah, because you can't try. Not First of all, the timing was off. Way off. Because, uh, again, I don't know this, for example, but I, I heard one of the records was at Quavo. Yeah. And this is the timing now where he it's warning. Well, he's warning so, so it's, the it's, death it's, of his best friend and, and, and family member. Yeah, and, and I saw people say that. Um, well, she's still entitled to speak her truth, so it's it's whatever. And it's like, okay, let's might talk about your cousin that way. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see if how see how open you are to the to was, their truth. That was very bad timing on her part. Um, number two, again, the her usual lyrical content from what I've been uh, hearing, it's not what it would be. Mm-hmm. You can't drop this damn late out of nowhere, especially in November. When everyone's kind of checking out already. Right. Grammy nominations are out. Like, you're going to drop now. Right. You could have just waited till January for that shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, honestly, you should have just waited till January. Because none, none comes out in January. Like, everything's kind of just chill. So, if you want to drop this little EP in the middle of, like, people coming fresh off New Year's and shit like that. Yeah. People would have kind of checked for you. But, no. 
You just want to be stupid. Yeah, I, I don't know if it's... I, I'm not going to put it all on her. Not, not, I don't not. know what the team is doing doing around her, but they definitely aren't helping her. Mm-mm. But, yeah. no, that, again, that's another conversation for uh, when people make fun of others on social media. Oh, I don't even look at you for having all those followers. Yeah, but you're making fun of somebody whose followers are loyal to the soil. Yeah. I think with her, I just kind of just, like, I don't take her serious as an artist. As a music artist, she just like one of them. She's a personality, very, very much so. A personality, yeah. She's definitely a personality that happens to dabble in music. Yeah, that happens to. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I I've reached that point because again, I at one point I was looking at okay, well, what's her potential? What could she be? Because I thought she had the greatest potential. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's becoming evident that she is she's a personality that happens to do music. And again, nothing is wrong with that. Mm-mm. But you got to call a spade a spade. Uh, yeah, by far. Because again, Glorilla been been in the mainstream for uh, for under a year now. Mm-hmm. And look at how Yo Gotti and the team has got her in position. They got her a Grammy nomination. Like she's honestly, she's. If I were to put, if I were to really sit down and think about it, next year she probably is going to have one of the most anticipated projects in hip-hop. Most likely. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, we're, we're probably talking top 10. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. In the first two years, all the heavyweights kind of already, like, all the big-time heavyweights from J. Cole, Kanye, fucking Drake, Kendrick, nah, they all drop in the first two years. And then you mm-hmm. know there's going to be a drought, maybe for, like, a majority of them, but then it's going to be, like, the window for other folks to right. make an impact. Right. Huh. Shit, because <laughs> everyone's gonna be going on tour. Kendrick's gonna be quiet again. Yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna be open season next season. I'm, I'm really, I'm really curious to see how who's gonna be the next big drop next year. Who do you think it will be? Drake. Besides him, I about to say he got he got a he got a record label <laughs> with a 360 deal. He, <laughs> nigga, he dropping tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Besides Drake. <laughs> Besides Arbery. Uh, Miguel. Bruno Mars. I see Bruno Mars. I feel John Legend might drop. He already did. No, he's gonna drop something else. I'm hearing I'm hearing it at the grocery uh, store randomly. Hey, you know uh, how I am. When I hear your music pop up, I'm like, oh you got something. Yeah, coming. now Miguel, uh Bruno Mars. I guess Miguel sh- and his wife are going through a second divorce or breakup. Oh, that album about to be mwah. so Yeah. Uh, Bruno Mars, I feel's coming. That's probably why he didn't mm-hmm. want to go to the Grammys, because he got some other shit cooking. And when that drops, oh boy, that's gonna take over everything. Uh, who else? Let's see, hip hop, hip hop. Um, I don't know. Besides Drake, J Cole, maybe Big Sean. Big Sean. That's if he decides that it's the timing's right. Yeah, Man, I just want to show back for another year. Congratulations! Oh, congratulations Big on getting having son. Aiko. Yeah, healthy baby boy. I would say J Cole. That I'm a boy. That's that's the next phase, you know, through his little MCU phase. It's I'm a boy. That's next. So he might be dropping just to remind niggas who he is. Oh, Meek Mill's dropping pretty soon. Oh, yeah. He already dropped the EP. That shit's already out. So that means an album's coming pretty soon. If he wants to drop it. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Meek Mill. Um, Wale was really quiet this year. Again, 21 Savage. No, 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 but I'm back to Wale. He only dropped one feature this year. He didn't drop no new music at all. He was relatively... Well, he dropped an album last year. 
I know, but he no, but he always is active throughout the year and shit. This year, after WrestleMania weekend, he was quiet. He didn't. He has not dropped no meat. He hasn't even been. Well, remember, he was on media. tour. He was on tour going into WrestleMania. I saw. Him. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He needed a break. <laughs> yeah, but he's. I'm telling you, he has been MIA. I even tried to hit him up sometimes just to be like, "Hey, man, I hope all good with you." He why well, he read it, but didn't say nothing back. And I'm like, "Okay," but he is very just silent. And I noticed it too. I'm like, "Damn, he didn't draw no new music this year." I'd like to think that he just it was like, "Okay, it's time for me to go back home." I think show. when yeah, I think when WrestleMania comes along, I think that's when he's gonna peak out. Yeah, because Wally Mania, he's gonna have to peak. Yeah, like out. Like I said, he was on tour going into WrestleMania. Like, yeah. I, I saw him in February. Yeah. And he was still touring, even during WrestleMania. Right. So, yeah, he's probably just looking at it like, all right, man, I'm, I'm going home. Yeah, I'm going to chill for a bit. Right. Get myself right. Yeah, I can see that. But Wale, I really expect him to drop something. He's probably been recording for all we know. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? I guess Rick Ross and Meek Mill squashed their beef, quote unquote. I don't know if you heard about that. Because Meek Mill had his birthday. He's still on MMG or he's off? He's been off MMG, I think. I don't know. I don't know if he's still on MMG. But he's independent because he, he doesn't have Rock Nation. Oh, okay. But yeah, Rick Ross came out during his concert. And it was like, oh, they squashed their beef. And Nick was like, they had beef? Unless you were on Twitter and you knew that some shit was going on between them behind the scenes. But yeah. Meek Mill needs like a producer. He needs like a hit boy in his life. No. Not, no, no. When I say a hit boy, I mean like a producer that gets him. And he just needs to be locked in a room with them. No, and just... he just needs to go into Dream Chasers mode. He's yeah. The yeah. Dream Chasers mode is when he's at his most That's dangerous, his best. Yeah, lyrically. And you don't need. He's proven he doesn't need a one producer to do that. Yeah. Meek Mill needs a variety. That's the thing. Yeah, the rappers cause... like that. They're that. See, okay, that's you actually stumbled upon a great conversation piece okay. now. Okay. The reason why I said Nas needed a musical director is because sometimes Nas, to me, would get... It would just become too monotone and the production would be too monotone. Uh. Meek Mill is a live wire. Yeah. He can't be with one producer. He has to be with Because multiple. he's too animated. Yeah, he is. So one producer... I mean, Hit Boy could do it, don't get me wrong. Nah, but, but he he's too really he, capture it. He needs to be over various productions. That's what Championships was. Right. Championships was him at his most focused. And it was the perfect variety of beats and shit like that. Yeah. That's the that's the difference. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he needs that. He well, needs animated animated artists need variety. Yeah. Because they themselves are an instrument. That's why DMX needed variety. That's why Eminem needed variety for the longest time. Not just Dre's music. He needed like production from other folks. Because he was such an animated rapper and shit. Well, the problem was M was just rapping over his own shit. So then it was just that like too. <laughs> yeah, he he needed somebody because he was rapping over himself. It was. Yeah, I mean, that's what J Cole did. I'm so happy J Cole did that shit. Finally, wrapped over other production. Right. And it was, and it comes down to but see your understanding now. Yeah. It's it's, it's yeah. the more laid back and more the rappers that can tend to get uh, monotone. Yeah. They need a they need a director in there to be like, okay, we're gonna focus on this. That's what M needs, but he needs someone other than Dre. Like, like he needs someone other than Dre. But that's why you notice Kendrick Lamar doesn't just have one producer. Mm-hmm. Soundwave is his right-hand man. Yeah. 
but he doesn't just have one producer. Okay, he's too he's, he's too animated. He's all over the place. So if he, especially this album, Mr. Morale, he's literally all over the place. He could be turning That's up. Why he brought in Kodak Black? Yeah, I'm starting to understand as as the weather's getting colder now. Yeah, I think it's dominated for his fourth best album of the year. That's that's fucking nuts. Mm-hmm. Him and Beyonce, those are, those are the only two I'm rooting for. Uh, just those two. If Beyonce doesn't get it, Kendrick better get it. But if she doesn't, then ugh. this might be your only chance to get it. Beyonce? Yeah, for album of the year. This album was like the perfect. She, this is, it was the perfect album. It's, it's got a good shot. Out of all them, got a good shot. Out of all them albums, that's the one that needs to get it. Shit, but who knows, man? Yeah. yeah let's see. Someone who's not going to be at the Grammys forever or at all. It's Kanye West. Nigga should have shouted, we want prenup. <laughs> I guess they settled on divorce. The divorce, I mean, Kim. And he has to pay 200 k a month mm. for child support. I was like, well, damn. It's all based on the money. Yeah, man. Just, That's as much analysis as I get, and I don't get in when it comes to kids. I know. I don't care about all that shit. It's just like for them. It's like just more shit. I, I have kind of successfully blocked Kanye. Like I like I muted him and shit like that, so I just only get little spurts of the shit he's spewing now. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, my God, the people he's kicking it with are just like super the duper anti-semitic people racist people all like white boys uh, okay well if we're gonna just be on the kanye topic mm. i saw that push as a result of all this he finally released a statement which he, then tells me everything i need to know which is because push don't be talking against kanye he does not but when he said flat out like there's no form of bigotry this is very disappointing when the president or the former president of good music has to come out and say you wildin'? Publicly? Yeah. Yeah. All right, so now we got a lot of former... Uh, we got a lot of former artists, and we got a former uh, artist slash president. Uh, what's the legacy of good music? Talk to me. What is it? Did they overachieve? Did they hit expectations, or did they underachieve? In what way? Like, hey, well, you answer first before I answer, because I have a way of answering. I look at them... I'm going off the top of the dome, so I... I um... I'm thinking, when it comes to good music, their legacy... They have a pretty good legacy, musically. A very good with Kanye, Big Sean, Pusha T, Common, Kid Cudi, Tiana, Tiana Taylor. Shit, that was a good-ass roster. No pun intended. That was a great roster. A lot of classic albums came out of that. From Kanye to Big Sean to Pusher, Kid Cudi. I mean, that's a pretty good average. Good music, musically. They were great. Mm. What about you? Mm. Like, really think about it. All those albums that came out of good music, from, from the college dropout on to Pusha T. He got Pusha T out of fucking um, being with the Clips, and he directed him to becoming who he is. Got Big Sean off the street, directed him to become who he is. Common, he got Common out the fucking gutter, like like Triple H did Ric Flair. He pulled what Hit Boy's doing with Nas. <laughs> Wong B? Shit. Like, Kid Cudi, I mean, come on. He took his sound. Travis Scott is his disciple. Musically, good music. Good music. <laughs> That's what makes this all so fucking disappointing. <laughs> it's like how it just crashed. Because of him. Because of Kanye. 
And that's why I say they met expectations. They met expectations because, beyond. Because, no. I say they met expectations because you would expect a, a label ran by arguably one of the greatest producers in the culture of all time. Mm-hmm. You would expect them to do that. Yeah. But where was the good music tour? Didn't they do one? Where was good winner? Yeah. Where was that that he promised? Where was good winner? Where was when? Where was the good? Where music was tour? the? Where was the? The delicacy, in taking care of your artists when you were doing these projects in five weeks. That time frame isn't looked at for great music. That time frame is looked for like wow, that's that was some good music that came out of the midst of fuckery. Besides pushers, yeah. that's what I'm saying. You, that's what that, I'm yeah, saying. Pushers there was some good count. music yeah. that came out in the midst of fuckery. Yeah. That works against you. Yeah, it really does. Um, the two chains affiliation. Two chains was there. Yep. Kid Cudi was signed there too. Travis Scott was signed there. No, no, not signed there, but he but was. He was affiliated. on the. He was on the very good Beats side. Heavily, he wasn't signed heavily as a, affiliated. But see, that's my issue too. How do you allow Travis Scott to leave and sign a contract with Ti? Yeah, a lot of people don't know that Travis Scott is signed to Grand Hustle. Still. Yeah. Becky T.I. Oh, I think T.I. is really kicking back. He got Iggy Azalea and Travis Scott. Right. He is chilling. Yeah. <laughs> we may we may need to, you we may need to have a conversation about who are some of the greatest hip hop rappers that became uh that ran their own labels and came out of nowhere with just gold. Akon, Lady Gaga. Yeah. He kicked back J- Usher, he's not a singer, but Usher, Justin Bieber. <laughs> Jay Z kind of found Rihanna. I keep telling people this. Yo Gotti. Yo Gotti. Yeah, Yo he... Gotti ended up with everybody. Mm-hmm. Who else? Who else? Like Kanye. He, man. But yeah, no. In terms of good music, I would say they met expectations. You expected artists that were going to be around Kanye to do that, but they didn't over. They didn't go over their expectations, as far as I'm concerned. No, they they met expectations. They yeah. There was no good music. The only collaboration album that came out was um, Cruel Summer. Mm-hmm. That was a good album, too. It, even though it kind of felt half-assed, but it was really good. There was some great tracks on that shit. Yeah. And they didn't even go on. They went on festival tours, but they didn't go on a full-fledged artist collaboration right. tour that was headlined by Kanye or Pusher or whatever. People would have went to that shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But Kanye has went on record saying the only reason why he did Cruel Summer because he wanted money to do his damn movie that never came out. <laughs> if he would have did Cruel Winter, he might have had the money to go against Gap. Huh. Well, yeah, that was, he was in the middle of doing that. See, that's, that was the beginning of me like not trusting anything Kanye said. After the life of Pablo, when it came music, I don't trust anything this nigga says. This nigga's on a whole different tip. And... Every year, I get proven more right and more right and more right. Donda will be the last album we hear from Kanye West. At like, that was one way for him to go out is on Donda. Because after this, I don't know how he's gonna. He's, I don't know how he's gonna recover from this shit. Mm-hmm. He's so far gone. <sighs> That's a man. Even just looking at that, like, dude, you were in the club chilling with Jay Z and Dame Dash to chilling on a private jet with some racist ass white nationalist. What the fuck? That's a rebrand. <laughs> oh my god. Man, Trump came out. Nigga, Trump finally came out and said, that's a troubled man. 
Trump going through all his shit with the with everything he did in office, the January sixth, all that shit. And he came out and looked at Kanye and said, "You good? You good, bro?" <laughs> he said the only reason why he called he wanted to bring him was to give him some ad, ad, quote unquote advice. You're like, "Yo, bro, fuck is going on? You wilding, bro? <laughs> hey, bro, I'm gonna run for president. You want to be my running mate? Man, fuck out of here." <laughs> And who are these niggas? Oh, this is, you know him. No, I don't know him. Now he's Rick Ferrantes. Oh, oh, nigga. What? Nigga, get probably, the fuck? He probably looked at his, he probably looked at him and said, well, where's your label mates? He said, where's everybody you signed? Oh, you ain't good. You ain't one of the good ones. <laughs> you ain't one of the good ones. I'm saying, I saw an article on Rolling Stone that said extremists look at Kanye. They look at Trump as not being MAGA enough. They're kind of interested in looking at Kanye now. Nigga, what, what, what world are we in right now? Right. Yeah, it's time. Right. He looked for it. He looked for what it. What time are we in where Kanye is the representation for MAGA of fucking MAGA? Gosh damn it. Somebody did this. What, what world are we in, my nigga? What is this? This nigga made, you know how hard it is not to try not listen to his music or try to secretly stream his music on title because I don't want people to see. Oh, you listen to Kanye. <laughs> Kanye's your mega hat. <laughs> oh, you listen to Kanye. I gotta defend that shit. Like, nah, nigga. There's a reason why there's that little black shit by his profile name. It's like the mark of the beast. What the fuck you doing with that hat, now? What the fuck you doing with them streams, <laughs> nigga? You know how hard it is not to listen to him. They played his verse. I don't, I don't give a damn. I, I I still listen to Kanye. I don't give a damn what people got to say. Yeah, but it's just so sad. It's sad listening to it. You like, know what else could be sad though? What listening to Migos nowadays? <sighs> yeah. So you know that's what. Hey, like just, they were playing the, his American Boy verse at the party the other day, and then I was just like bobbing to it, and he ripped that you shit. You know that another, that's nothing that's sad. Listening to Migos, listening to Nipsey, listening to Dolph, mm-hmm. listening to all them the brothers that that were. That their lives taken. Yeah. Um, I'm Pop not smoke. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So it it could be I know what you're saying. Yeah. Because yeah. of what Kanye was, but trust me, it could be a lot worse. Could have been him. No, what I'm saying is yeah. it could be a lot worse. They couldn't be here. Yeah, they could not be you know here what I'm right saying? now. Kanye is still here and there's maybe a chance. Maybe. Maybe. Nigga, you Padme right now. <laughs> you're breaking my heart. <laughs> You turned her against me. That's exactly what he's done. <laughs> Donald Trump looking at him. You have done that, that yourself. yourself. You've done that yourself. <laughs> oh, shit. That's how he's sounding right now, man. Because I don't know where this is gonna go. This is... You know, you know damn good. We about all know Kanye. You know damn good about Kanye brought it out of, out of Donald Trump. He stopped talking like this. He stopped. And Kanye came to me. He said, "Nigga, what the fuck is wrong with you? What's wrong with you?" <laughs> Not, not what's wrong. He said, nigga, what the fuck what is wrong is with you? What is wrong with you, my nigga? Yeah. When Trump, Trump, Trump is saying you wildin'. He's, he, Trump is looking at him like, you know, I got the I got the Caucasians that don't know about Lil White. I got them ready to, to go to war for me. You trying to fuck my shit up? You really trying to fuck my shit up, huh, nigga? <laughs> like, when he, you gonna bring this nigga? Well, fuck you. You, like, you can't even do that, right, Kanye? You bring these niggas up? Like, he's doing shit rappers do. Yeah. <laughs> Two pilots. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Oh my God, man! 
Kim Kardashian's attached to you know Ray J was at it was Ray J's low key supporting Kanye too. Like he he showed up at at the fucking premiere with Candace Owens and shit. Yeah. Ray J's doing it's Ray J's down for that shit too. He's like, oh, I'm gonna attach myself to this. No, nigga. <laughs> Ray J's untouchable, so. Is he? Yeah. That nigga Niggas oh. in jail before Snoop and No Limit got there. <laughs> Niggas cool with whack one hundred too, like He's got he got the authorization to put out anything death row related. Suge Knight, well at least Suge Knight related. And now he's now he's just kicking it with Kanye. And oh, I didn't even think about it now that I just said that. What? Of course Snoop has death row now. Mm-hmm. Snoop is everywhere. His, his it, it, no, Ray J is everywhere. His cousin. His cousin extended the olive branch. I wouldn't be surprised if it was Ray J that got Snoop and in you, the shirt. Right now you can't fight. I mean I have him. But as of right now, you cannot find no Death World material on any streaming service. <laughs> sucks for y'all. Sucks for y'all. I mean, Snoop said like a few months ago, it's going to be back within 30 days on streaming services. He probably got hired. Forgot about that shit. <laughs> what I say, cuz? <laughs> I was cooking with Martha. Can't get Chronic. Can't get all Daz Dillinger's shit. Can't get none of that. Mm-mm. All Eyes on Me can get, because he's nice. He gave it back to the to the record label, but if he was an asshole, he would have kept that shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, when it comes just back to record labels, that's why I was kind of shocked. Like, Drake's OVO sound could have been like good music. He could have treated that like good music. <laughs> like, it's like he could have really took a step back and got a rapper, like how Kanye got Pusha T and Big Sean and shit, and just maneuvered them. Who would have been the big free agent signing for OVO? Like, who could you have imagined him getting? J. Cole. That wouldn't make sense. J. Cole's Dreamville. Oh, yeah, Dreamville. Well, um, who would have been like the... At the t- that's, you at can't the time. name J. Cole yeah, because they was, came out the same time. At the same time. Who would have been like the... I'll tell you one who would have been... It would have been, oh my God, and it makes all the sense. Who? If Drake were to uh, get Travis Scott on OVO. Ooh. Shit, and he really kept his hands off it. He let Travis Scott be Travis Scott. If he would have still kept Weekend too, yeah. <laughs> if he would have still kept Weekend, got Travis Scott. Um, who else would have been like perfect for his image in the early year? What rapper would have been perfect there? Like a real life rapper. Um, listen, I'm trying to think. See, I'm I'm thinking of free agent signing in terms of when they're already like if he got Travis Scott right before Astro World. That's what. That's the kind yeah, of shit I'm talking I, about. Yeah, I'm, I'm going back way in the beginning when he had weekend. He like you were saying he would have had Travis Scott, who would have been like another big juggler for him. Um, party, party next door too, maybe. No, so no. you're talking about the beginning. Yeah, when weekend was just in the come up on the come up. I'm talking about when he would have got Travis Scott. Oh yeah, I'm not talking about getting Travis Scott in during this come up. I'm talking oh, about okay. we already know would have known who Travis Scott was. That would have been the introduction to how they played it right on, um, uh, fuck is the record from Astro World. They Sickle were. Mode. Sickle Mode. Yeah. That would have been the introduction to OVO. Yeah. Oh my That's God. the type of shit I'm talking about. Oh yeah. He has that one record. Yeah. Right. That's what I'm getting at. So I'm thinking like a big free agent name. They were already there. Um, let's see who else who's popping. Wouldn't it surprise me if he signed 21 Savage. 21 Savage, uh, Corday. No. You can't see Corday on OVO? No. Mm. No. Oh, yeah, he's thinking about those sounds and shit. Yeah. 
if they would have, if he would have had, but he needed like what would have been like one rapper, like the like rapper rapper, because you need there's, there's there is at least one rapper rapper that's that was on good music and that was Pusher. So if OVO had that rapper rapper that was next to Drake, who would have been? Hmm. Well, it's got to make sense. It can't just make sense. Like okay, they can rap good. That's yeah, fine. it has like when they. There's got to be an established relationship somewhere. Jack or no, not Jack Harlow. That was like this little mini light. <laughs> like this is, again, that's that's. I would say ASAP Rocky. No, ASAP no, Rocky you got ASAP. You got ASAP. You're th- that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, you're no. you're thinking of just music. Yeah. A lot of people you're naming they got their own they got their own label situation. Gee, no, because yeah, he's part of Goodwill. Oh. I'll tell you one name that I'm surprised didn't sign to uh, OVO. Who? Ty Dolla Sign. <laughs> that would man, he would have had a whole bunch of R and B melodic shit. Cause that would have been perfect for OVO. Just imagine that roster: The Weekend, uh, Travis Scott, Ty Dolla Sign, and yeah. <laughs> I'm very surprised at that. The he like OVO could have been not to say because again I know Ty was signed with with Wiz yeah so it, not no bad I'm no bad blood or anything but I don't know if the if he's still signed to Taylor Gang yeah but again you're asking me about free agents when I say free agents I'm talking about big time names they're already established who do you pull with you basically the the Tupac to death row hmm. that's what I'm getting at there he was already Tupac. By the time he got to death yeah, row. Yeah, there's not a lot of free free agents out, though. Right. That's the thing. We don't know nobody's contract situation. Yeah. I don't even think, and I'm not saying this to talk like I'm higher than. I don't know the contract situation in general, but I don't think some, some of I'm these guys saying, know what their OVO own are. But the fact I'm trying to say, OVO really could have been that dominant type of label. If Drake really just stepped out of his ego and signed other rappers. But again, if he does that, does he have the deal that he has by himself today? Maybe he might still have gotten it. Kanye still got them deals when he had good music. No. Drake is the first artist to put a motherfucking label in a 360 deal. Oh, you mean Does that he have the same deal that he has if he takes the time to focus on everybody else? You can't say that. Can't say that. It's not 100%. No. No. Damn. He would, he, been... he would look like a great executive. But he doesn't. And want he'd to have be, more leeway. He, he did not want to be an executive. But he's no, just, the way he's moving, he does not want to be an executive. He doesn't want to do none of that shit. He wants to be just the top dog that just picks and chooses, kind of like what Jay Z's doing. Well, Jay Z moved like an executive, and he said straight up he was a business dude. So yeah, Jay Z moved like an executive to the fucking T. That's what I feel. Jay, that's what I feel Drake was gonna do. But you know, Drake's like I said, he's like a whole anonymy. Huh. Yeah. Um... I don't know. Is there any other that that would be one name I would imagine though? Just Travis. Everything that rolled out in 2018 would have been perfect for Travis Scott and Drake and Ovio. Mm-hmm. Shit, I'm just thinking of that imaginary roster. Travis Scott weekend. That's all he really needs was just those two. He would have just needed them, and he would have been making so much fucking money. He wouldn't. She would have to retire from rapping. Like I don't even need to rap. I got these two now. <laughs> like cause I'm I'm picturing the marketing yeah same here I'm picturing the marketing around Trav mm-hmm. and uh, you just would have had the opening on the trailer I just would have had the opening um, where Drake does the opening part 
Uh-huh. Um, Young of Flame, he in sicko mode, and then everything stops. Uh-huh. And then you put, uh, and then you have the roller coaster from Astro World, uh-huh. and you put the owl on top. That would have been so good marketing. So yes, we would have known that Drake was on that song, but you would have saw that would have been the announcement of 2018. Yeah, that would have been the announcement. And all Drake had to do was just kick back. That's all he had to do. But again, that also, you know, Trap is under contract, so it's not like. That was really plausible. Yeah. I'm just, I'm coming from a marketing standpoint. From a marketing standpoint, if, he would have been all perfect. the stars were aligned. Yeah, the perfect word, OVO, would have been that label. That would, it would have been that label for Drake. He didn't have to drop all those damn singles. He didn't have to do none of that shit. He would have had his artists do it. But, you know, he wanted to be Agent Neo. So, nothing wrong with that. But. I would say it's worked out for it's him. It's worked out it's, for it's him. It's worked really out tremendously great. for him. Being Agent Neil, Neil was successful before Neil, before not Agent Neil, Agent Smith. Agent Smith. I don't know, call him Agent Neil. Agent Smith, yeah, it worked out for him. He invaded everything until Neil showed up. <laughs> I guess you can say Kendrick's Neo, I guess. No, because he said Neo's, I'm not your savior. Because Neil showed up and Drake signed a, a 360 deal. <laughs> so like, like he's like, oh no, <laughs> so, that that doesn't that doesn't correlate. Oh, they came out at the same time, and they all chose different per, per, yeah. like career paths. Yeah, him and him and J Cole are the ones that just like are chilling. They don't want that power. They like Kendrick already said, "I'm not your savior." J Cole's just like, "I just want to live life." Drake is the one like, "Unlimited power." That's how he's thinking right now. That's the best way. That's the best <laughs> analogy you put. Uh, Kendrick said, "I'm, I'm not, not your savior." savior. J. J. Cole said, yeah, this this industry produces false prophets. Yeah. And Drake said, her fault. <laughs> and you know what? All three of them worked. They all work. <laughs> Nas, M, Ho. Oh, my God. That's that's literally equivalent of Nas, Nas M, and Hove. <laughs> Shit. Nah, I'm giving the... I'm, I'm, I'll put Kanye above, above Nas. But you know what I mean. In, in the in the two thousands, Nas wasn't moving like that in two thousand. I don't know. You talk about sell wise and shit. I mean, yeah. I'm just talking about art artistically. But I'm gonna talk about their counterparts. I'm thinking about their counterparts for the most part. Cause yeah, but in order to be a counterpart, you gotta yeah dominate your your decade. Nas wasn't dominating the decade like that. Well, he defined like a genre of music. He he had that title in the nineties. I'm just saying, like, he still had it. Like, they look at J. Cole the same way folks look at Nas. Yeah, but that was that, the 90s. That generation. That when you, when you, when you yeah. name M and, and Hope, Kendrick. that's for the 2000s. All right, and M and Kendrick. Yeah, Kendrick kind of took over for M in a way. Both They both said, you know, I'm not your role model. <laughs> I'm not your savior. And then you got Jay-Z and fucking Drake. They're like the counterparts to each other. So, because J. Cole, in a way, he is like Nas. He don't care. He just wants to spread knowledge, and he just doesn't care about all the other shit. Yeah, that's how I say. That's how I look at J Cole the same way I look at Nas. Look at Kendrick the same way I look at M, and I look at Drake. That's why I can't wait for their fucking offspring to show up, if they show up. But like I said, OVO, what could have been, but Drake just wanted to be the leader. So anyway, football. But when you say that, what's the? Why do you always say it like that? What? But, you know, Drake just wanted to be the leader. As if, like, there's... 
I mean, it's like a, a castaway. It's a shadow. Because the problem is, is that I was. I kind of just said it just to go to the next subject. Oh, no, but, but you but you do that at times. It's not just oh, only yeah. this time. Well, yeah, this time because oh, yeah. you also say okay, yeah, uh, Cole and Kendrick want to you know just do their own thing. But up until Baby Keem was in the effect, Cole and Drake were the only ones running their labels. That's true. I keep forgetting Kendrick was not like the head of TDE because his face was literally all over. He was the face of TDE. Kendrick was literally the face of TDE. But and yeah, then you had and he was the face in the background. You saw. Uh, what's his name? Absol and Schoolboy Q and J Rock. Yeah, but the reason why I bring that up in particular is like, but he wanted to be the leader, but that's why Kendrick didn't resign with TDE because he wanted to be the leader. <laughs> and truth be told, he, I mean, there's never a wrong time to do it. So I'm not saying like, oh, he picked the wrong time to do it. Mm-hmm. But in comparison to Drake and Cole, <laughs> yeah, it's really late. It really is late. That's why he got Baby King. Baby King's a good fucking free agent for him. Yeah. Absolute free agent. I bet you Top Dog is pissed he didn't get his ass. That's probably why they fell out. Because he probably wanted to sign Baby King. And Kendrick cockblocked that shit. (laughs) And got him to PG Lang. And I think that pissed him off. I wouldn't be surprised. But again, see, that's the only reason why I I bring it up. Not because we're trying to go to the next subject or whatever, but... I don't know if you know this about yourself. You do do that. Is when you compare them, you go, oh, but Drake wanted to do this, so it is what it is. Oh, yeah, I do say that. Yeah. And it's like, but what's wrong with that? Because there is he did one. things because Kendrick, you can use that, but Kendrick chose to not be the leader. Mm-hmm. So now we're here. We are here, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, But the problem is, is that Kendrick's no longer associated with TDE. At all. So what would it have looked like if he decided to take the reins around Dam when him and, and Top looked like they were at their strongest as a unit? Mm-hmm. Damn, he really did. You see what I'm saying? So, like, again, you can't, you don't want to, you can't just say, oh, well, Drake only did this. He really, yeah, he was doing shit behind the scene. Yeah, I get you. (sighs) Because then it would have made, and honestly, it would have made sense why Kendrick disappeared that long. Hmm. Oh, we're working on this label situation. I got artists that are either going to be with me or they're going to be under this, uh, this, and I have, um, uh, this uh, dual contract with Top. And I have a fucking, and I have writer's block, so. But see, I think he didn't have to say I was on writer's block. Yeah, yeah. that's again. This is what happens when not you're not necessarily in that position because there's a lot of things that Drake gets critiqued for that no one else does. Nobody brings that up when it comes to Kendrick. Mm -hmm. Probably because he's really low key about it. But the situation, but it is, is that. But what I'm saying is that if Drake were to come out and say I got writer's block, it wouldn't be that same response Mm -mm. that Kendrick got. Oh no. But on the flip side. Kendrick didn't even necessarily need to say, I have writer's block. Mm-hmm. All he had to say was, oh, well, Top and I were doing this this new label situation where I got a label. He's helped me do it. We got artists coming out. Mm-hmm. I'm busy. Yeah, I'm busy. You know what I'm saying? I'm then busy. when the album came out, it was like, oh, I was going through this and that. But that was the thing that, to me, that was something that hurt the the rollout of the album. Because he, he kept We knew it. he had writer's block. Yeah, we kind of we figured that. And he just didn't. He just wanted the music to speak for himself. And now, little by little, he's kind of revealing the process he went through making that damn album. You know, but ugh, man, Kendrick Lamar. That was just my observation on it. I get that. I get that. It's kind of. I'm really worried what's going. What Top Dog's going to do next year? Because Absol. Well, Absol's dropping in a few weeks. Yeah, in December. <laughs> and the single dropped out right they were dropping the singles right around the time Kendrick was about to drop remember 
We thought that's what that was gonna be. It was supposed we thought it was gonna be like, oh, this is some celebration type shit. Let's everybody all T D singles are gonna drop around Kendrick. Nope. Now it's kind of looking funny in the light how those singles were dropping. Mm-hmm. They were trying to catch up with Kendrick. SZA might be dropping soon, I guess. Mm-hmm. In December. <laughs> in December. And now you're answer- you may- you might be answering your own questions as to why Drake chose to be the leader. Fuck. I, I got to deal with this shit around the time I want to drop? No, I'll do it myself. Shit. In December. Are you serious? I why are y'all going to roll out albums now? Because no one's going to care about Absol's album. It's in December. Oh, okay. So, last question. Uh, uh, it doesn't matter if it was rapper or singer. Who would have made the perfect first lady for OVO? Oh, Gianna Acco. I disagree. Who? I strongly disagree on that. Who do you think it would have been? Oh, oh. TDE. Oh, um, T- he would. she would have been perfect on TDE. Um, no. Probably SZA. On OVO. No, she was already TD affiliated. Oh, who would... Okay. I'm talking about somebody that, that is... When you think of First Lady, it's not about uh, a free agent signing. You're establishing yourself as, I'm on the come up, I'm associated with this brand. Lotto? Nah. Who would you think? Exactly. Summer Walker. She would have been perfect on OVO. Summer Walker would have been the perfect signing she for OVO. She would have been the perfect spokeswoman for OVO. Yeah, because Kendrick... Yeah, because what's his name? TDE has SZA. Um, Dreamville has Ari Lennox. Mm-hmm. She would have been the perfect person. Yeah. Damn. I was going to have that one R&B singer. Mm-hmm. Janet Alka would have been perfect on TDE. She would have been perfect on TDE. Janet Alka? Janet Aiko? Yeah. Uh... She would have been perfect on TDE. Have the right producers around her and shit. Have Soundwave around her and shit. Mixed by Ali, she would have been perfect for them. Um, yeah, no. Yeah, no. Hmm. I get it. Only because, again, if you know the history of TDE, they had a, they had a first lady. Yeah, yeah. She passed. She committed suicide and shit. Yeah, right? yeah. Come on, Janet Alka was on an early. Kim That's not saying anything wrong about SZA. Yeah, it's just timing of everything. I can just imagine because Gina has that look that would have been perfect for them. She mm-hmm. has like the perfect look for them. Mm-hmm. Even in the early years, like she was on a lot of like early TDE albums. Yeah. So that's why it's a yes and no. Yeah, but I was uh, thinking OVO because I don't know why I thought Gina Alka. I was thinking of that song she did with Drake. Yeah. <laughs> but again, that wasn't her. A lot wasn't a lot of people's introduction to her. Mm-mm. They had already known from years back. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, damn. Summer walk on OVO, that would have been perfect. Mm-hmm. Anyway, off to the NFL. We're going to play that shit. The pretty relatively interesting week 12. Thank you, Raiders. Thank you. You want to be gang gang? <laughs> <laughs> That's two in a row. Yeah. That's two walk-off overtimes in a row. Yeah, boy. Yeah. If y'all can do that to the fucking, um, we all play next week. But Chargers ain't got nothing to do with you. Oh, yeah, that got nothing to do with us, yeah. No, I'm talking about you guys. That's personal beef, nigga. Oh, yeah, that, that's beef beef. Yeah, that, yeah. that's gang gang. Yeah. <laughs> that's gang gang. I saw the Chargers like, oh, y'all niggas better beat them niggas. Y'all, they're both, yeah, both y'all teams are about equal. It's division. So, yeah, y'all yeah, better beat can happen in the division. Oh, yeah, I get that. My Niners had a very ugly win against the fucking um, Saints. God just did not want the Saints to score, man. 
like everything that could go wrong for the Saints went wrong. And fortunately for us, we just capitalized on that. Yeah. So Grappolo played defense. Like Grappolo played, you know, yeah. But defense really just stepped up for four weeks in a row. We shut the teams out in the second half. Garoppolo played so damn meh that they went out and had and announced they was like, oh yeah, Trey uh, Trey Lance Trey Trey Lance he okay he he's on schedule he's, he's like walking. A, they said he was ahead of schedule for what I read. Yeah, they was like yeah no nah, it's all right just just uh, don't worry about him in the playoffs this year he's the starter going into next year. I got that shit popped up right in my uh, my fantasy football app. I was yeah. like wait why do you update me about Trey Lance right now. <laughs> this nigga clearly on my IR until because next year. Because I guess he was on, they saw him on the sideline and he made his presence known and shit. Yeah. He hasn't he wasn't he hasn't really been he's only been up in the suites and shit. Yeah. Now he's kinda on the sideline. They say he's been in the fucking QB meetings and everything. He's still like learning. Which is what I like. Mm-hmm. What I don't like is Elijah Mitchell is out for six to eight weeks. And he just came back. Just yeah, came back. Yeah, that's rough, especially uh, going into the week where two former Niners are talking that talk. Yeah, Raheem Mostert and Jeff Wilson, who was just playing for us. I mean, I know they wanted considerate roles on the team, but shit, can't wait. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that Dolphins game is going to be many. It's going to be like watching, what's it called, Obi-Wan versus, like, Master versus Apprentice with McDaniels and fucking Kyle. Mm-hmm. Both have... Tremendous speed. You got Tariq Hill. You have Waddle and shit like that. You have, and then on our side, you got Kittle. We got fucking Debo. We got, um, you know, CMC. Sheesh. That's going to be a game. That should be a primetime game. But no, they don't want to take the Cowboys off. Because everyone wants to see the Cowboys go up against the Jeff Saturday fucking shit on primetime, I guess. Yeah, after he forgot to call a timeout Monday Night Football. But we want to see that shit on primetime. You want, you want to see this on Sunday? Show us a real game. But both the Dolphins and Niners, like, records are kind of similar. So, you know, that'll be, and it's like a more, you know, competitive game. Just saying. But whatever. Uh, let's see, who else? Fucking Bengals won. You know, your Jets won. <laughs> who did they play again? The Jets played against the Bears. Yeah, they man, put I it. Thought the, I thought the Peter man was about to start. <laughs> your boy. I was, I was trying to get that agenda off real quick. <laughs> That's your boy. They said Simeon fucked up his uh, abdomen. They was like in the warm ups. They was like the Peter man's gonna be starting. I turned that game on. I said, well, where the fuck the Peter man where at? The Peter man. Where the Peter man? Man, there's Simeon right damn there. Man, I hope y'all motherfuckers lose. That motherfucker ball. And they out. lost. <laughs> they lost. They lost the game. <laughs> they lost the game. <laughs> You want to crowd them? The fuck you crowd them then? Uh, who else played? Uh, the Ravens and the Jags had uh, easily game of the morning. I heard. I heard because I, I had to go to work and shit. But 28-27, that was the final. And then Trevor Lawrence pulled some shit out of his ass? Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. I don't want to try. I don't want to take out Travis. I'll make Travis. <laughs> so what happened? The Trevor Lawrence. Threw a touchdown with 11 seconds left. <laughs> See, I like Trevor Lawrence. Touchdown, I forgot who it was, if it was Zay Jones or if it was uh, Marvin Jones, had one of the nastiest uh, uh, foot taps to make sure the touchdown counted. Because you know the rule is two, two feet. Yeah. He tapped both. He tapped his foot twice. How do they do that shit? How do these receivers do this shit? Yeah, it one foot, but he got it down twice. And I was like, oh, my God. How did he that was the game winner. He t- 
tapped the foot down twice. Game of because his foot was still in the air. He couldn't get the other one without going out of bounds. Wow. So he managed to he managed to get the foot down on initial catch. And then he went up in the air again and then got it right down again before going out of bounds. How did these receivers do that shit? Muscle memory. That is nuts. Muscle memory. Especially in the middle of the game and shit. Just yeah. to know where you're at in the end zone. Yeah. Uh, Sunday what was a Sunday night. We got the we got the first view of Love Hurts. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. yeah Jalen Hurts wins. Oh, my God. I'm so glad I made that trade twice in fantasy football this mm-hmm. year. Oh, uh, no. I already had him in one fantasy league. He took the Packers' soul. Um. He had 125 yards rushing and 125 yards throwing in the first half. Fucking shit. NFC East is that... Or no, I'm sorry. At least he had 125 yards rushing in the first half. Yeah. He, he finished with 157 yards rushing, and I think he... Because the Packers can never stop the fucking run. Yeah. <laughs> they can't stop the run yeah. at all for years. They still can't do that shit. Now, Jalen Hurts is Hemothy. Yeah, he is. He's Hemothy. I still get at the Patrick Mahomes. No, uh, you can give it all you want. Uh, Jalen Hurts has been easily the top five most consistent fantasy player the last two seasons. Really? He's Hemothy. There can be multiple multiple variations of him, mm. and he is Hemothy. Shit. Uh, who I was about to say. The Commanders uh, won, too. Yeah. I was, uh, the whole NFC East, bro, they all have winning records. Like, the fuck? Mm-hmm. Who saw that shit coming? <laughs> that's basically what it is in the in the NFC. It's the NFC East that's all in the wild card. Uh huh. And, and then in the one... AFC, it's the it's the AFC East in the wild card. Everybody was too focused on the West. Only one West Coast team is only in the playoff picture right now. Yeah, for each one. <laughs> yeah, for my each, Niners for, for each uh, each conference. It's my night. Everybody was so focused on the West of both sides, and it was like, nah, they, they, the, the East is where it's at this the year. The East is where I'm it's sorry, at. I'm sorry, my bad. Our bad? <laughs> shit. But if we're done with the NFL, I ain't talk that cash shit. And I've been waiting, baby. Ohio State. Oh. Somebody did this. Y'all got that ass, ass ran. Ran. My little brother Harbaugh. Ooh, I've been waiting all these years. <laughs> so many years. What is the back-to-back wins finally for Michigan? First time since 2000 or 2001. That's what Harbaugh does, man. <laughs> Get y'all hopes up. Because <laughs> now they're in the fucking, what's it called? Now, they ain't look like this before. They ain't look like this before? No, they were the second seed going into the game. Wow. They were ranked number two. Wow. I mean, I'm sure they're going to keep the, the number two ranking. But uh, oh, it's oh, it's so wonderful. You got yeah, them. LSU blew it. Uh, <laughs> and was it Ole Miss or Mississippi State? One of them Mississippi's. I was seen Ohio State fans were so upset. Oh, it was delicious. Day. Like I'm looking on Twitter, like my it day is ruined. Shout out to Big Noah, the big homie on Twitter. Uh-huh. Oh, we was we was we was raking it all in. <laughs> Oh man, I, I, remember, I remember I remember on one post because well, mm-hmm. you were with Michigan. Oh, okay. It's Crips and Bloods at that point. You don't uh, ask questions, you just jump okay. in. Um, <laughs> oh, I saw one post where it was just tears or it was just anguish. I said, turn that shit up. Noah came on to me and said, all the way up. I said, ah <laughs> <laughs> It is gang gang. I think Ohio State fans like this one chick saying, I'm done, I'm crying. This really ruined my whole fucking day. Like seriously, this is not a joke. This ruined my day. I'm like, oh my god, oh it's, man. this beef is real. <laughs> oh, you have no idea, bro. I'm, that was I actually I felt bad because that was before you left after we got done recording. Uh-huh. I meant to tell you, all right, that's the one game, 
And I put on, I put on my Twitter. I said nothing else matters for these next three hours. Uh, wow. I wrote that on Twitter. I said don't talk to me about anything else. And I watched that entire game. Them motherfuckers out. <laughs> and the funny thing was, was it was only close in score. You uh, could tell there was a difference. But there is one wild card. Mm. There's another. There's another. <laughs> He's a junior. Really. Harvin Marison remains. Oh. Who? Harvin Marison. I don't know that name. I don't know him either. <laughs> Everybody was trying to figure out how to talk about Harvin Marison Jr. But Harvin Marison Jr. walked but into that game. Jr. Harvin Marison walked into that game, mm-hmm. not dropping any target that he was able to get his hands on. And he's a and ju- over the season. And he's a junior. I think he's a sophomore, if I'm not mistaken. Ooh. He oh. might be a junior. Don't get me wrong. But I've been keeping tabs on Harvin Marison. Junior, this I call him Harvin Marison R- RJ. Oh, just to make sure nobody come looking for me. <laughs> um, but, but he is he is spectacular. He's looking. I like, would imagine if he had a father that played in the NFL once upon a time, he would he would look like that. Maybe. But as far as we know, he ain't ever had no father that played in the NFL. So that that's that's that. But he really that good. He is magnificent. Like number one draft pick. He would probably be. You always have to examine LSU to uh, see who, which wide receivers are on the radar going into the next draft. Yeah. Whenever he's available for the next draft, you just got to see. But it's always LSU, uh-huh. and it's always Ohio State producing them wide receivers. That is always. true. That is true. Always. They're, they're, it's those two. Mm-hmm. You can't get it. And then, of course, you got the, I don't want to call them the mid-colleges. and Because, again, when... There are mid colleges, but it's different from what the culture perceives as mid yeah. versus college levels. All mid means is yeah, it's just it's a mid sized school. Mm-hmm. So we're not talking about oh, it's mid like yeah. it's a middle sized school. You get a few of those that produce some bomb ass receivers. Mm. Um, but when it comes to receivers, there's two schools I think of. That's Ohio State, and that is LSU. But unfortunately for y'all niggas, y'all lost both of y'all because at Michigan we produce running backs. <laughs> Run. And boy, was they running, and sprinting. You saw Josh Jacobs ran to end the game. Yeah. That's all Michigan was doing throughout the game. I didn't see one touchdown that was less than 20 yards that day. Them niggas were just running. Harbaugh was just running the ball tough. I saw one kid. He ran 75 yards. Holy shit. That's all, that's all it is in college and football and, and what's it called? High school. Just Yeah, mind you, they did this without their starting running back. Wow. So he, he, was, he, got, uh, he got hurt midway. Wow. Man. That's what I did. Like college and hit and high school, they're the ones that produce those running backs. There ain't no fucking bombing passes. We just run the ball for fucking fifty yards. Yeah, <laughs> them breakaway touchdowns. <laughs> but I just had to get that off. <laughs> TCU handled business, so I'm hoping TCU is in the mix for that uh, that ranking. Matter of fact, let's look now. They, they, they sure, posted them. I'm pretty sure it should be available as as we're talking. Yeah, they posted them. I think I deleted it. Yeah, ESPN posted the shit. I think Michigan's number two. USC won. Mm-hmm. USC beat uh, UCLA. Yeah, Ohio State's now ranked number five, which means... What am I going to see? Georgia, number one. Michigan, number two. Oof. TCU, number three. USC, number four. Wow. It's a wild ass season for college right now. Holy shit! And, and I don't feel comfortable in either of that because 
you still have the conference title game. Mm. And that fucks up everything. <laughs> really, though? So, we're going to see if that holds up over the next two weeks going into the college playoff. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's nuts. So, my friend just sent me a text that fucking... I don't know if this is real, but I can see J-Lo saying this shit. So... It says J-Lo just revealed with time that she is doing a Whitney Houston tribute at the Grammys next year. J-Lo said, I feel that Whitney's songs fit my vocal range very well. I'm going to sing I Have Nothing and I Will Always Love You. Somebody did this. No. I, I hope that's fake. It better be fake. Go on and end the show. <laughs> Before you end the show, Jerry Jones comes to find out there was an actual story attached to, to that picture. Oh, yeah. Come to find out, might be a little bit more outraged than uh, than needed to be. Yeah, yeah, you gotta clear that up. Yeah. I guess this story dropped right after we dropped the episode about what was going on with Jerry Jones. Yeah, it don't necessarily mean that he's not insensitive when it comes to certain aspects and topics. Mm-hmm. But I will say in reading this uh, article... Jerry Jones really don't run from these kind of topics. He's he ain't very, scared. He's very approachable. Come he's to find out when they took the photo and said, oh, this you? He said, you're damn right. I got some barbecue. Let's talk about it. Like, Come on, let's talk about it. Let's I said, about it. I can always respect somebody that doesn't run and wants to be willing to talk. And truth be told, when you're looking at that photo, he wasn't screaming at nobody. He didn't hold anything in his He was just observing. Hand. He was observing. Now, the motherfucker with the cigarette in the front. That <laughs> Goddamn nagger. I want to see who he grew up to be. <laughs> Probably works with the Cowboys. No, there ain't no way. Ain't no way. Never know. Because we would have known. Yeah, that's true. No, yeah. <laughs> anyway, who, who, Jerry- did he, who did he judge over and reside over? Hmm, that's what I mean. Yeah, but Jerry Jones, he welcomed it in, and it was just like, oh, he didn't run from it. Right. So. And now he gets to host Odell Beckham Jr. next week. Oh yeah, Odell got himself in some trouble this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess he passed out in the in the plane or whatever, and they told him to put a seatbelt on. He didn't want to put the seatbelt on. Come on, man, you know you can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody did this. <laughs> Kicked his ass off the plane. You told Tia to say, "I ain't doing nothing." Motherfuckers, oh okay, for sure. Show ass off the fucking yeah. plane. <laughs> Show your ass off the fucking play, you know, nigga. See, if you play football much longer, we put you on this no-fly list. You better sign with somebody soon. Well, the Cowboys have interest in him, and they're saying, like, before Christmas, he might sign with a team. You better hurry up, nigga. Well, you think he'll be with the Cowboys? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's pretty much a foregone conclusion at this point. They said the Bills still got some chance. Well, my thing, the only thing that goes against the Bills getting him is they already got Isaiah McKenzie and Gabe Davis has clearly proven he's a wide receiver number two. Mm-hmm. And ODB, as great as he is, he's not knocking Stephon Diggs out of that room. At all. He, he, he don't want to be number With two. With the Cowboys, man. they need a wide receiver too. Badly. C.D. Lamb is proven to be another him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Odell fits just fine right there. Yeah. And the Cowboys are doing good. Dak, that would be a great matchup. That would be a great match for him and Dak. Dak and OBJ. Mm-hmm. Mm. That would be, that'd be kind of spooky. Yep. On paper, but this is the Cowboys we're talking about. So, <laughs> we gonna see. Anyway. Is it gonna be a rematch? I was thinking about that. Maybe in the first round. Maybe second round. 
Who knows? Got to get there first. A whole lot of game left. A whole lot of season left. Anything could happen. Hey, you guys might pull it off. You might, guys might make the, um, a wild card. If they do it this week, I'll... I'll be paying attention. Yeah, they, if they make up. it, if they make it three straight, the Raiders make it three straight. That puts them at five and seven. Yeah, there's five games left in the season. Yeah, you could definitely turn the tables and go uh, spin that shit and go eight and zero to end your season. Mm-hmm. Am I banking on it? No, no. But it can be done. It could be done. They can only afford to lose like one game. If, at I can't that. afford to lose anything. If, at, I'm, if I'm if I'm keeping it a buck, mm-hmm. they better just do what they need to do and win out. But you know, let me see who y'all got left. I'm just gonna check. I know the Chiefs are there. <laughs> yeah, y'all got the Chargers. Y'all got the Patriots, Steelers, us on New Year's, and the Chiefs. I forgot the Rams. Y'all play the Rams. Huh? It goes Chargers, then it goes Rams because. Chargers is Sunday, then oh, Thursday yeah. it's Rams. Oh, yeah, it's Chargers. Damn, y'all going to be staying in L.A. Chargers, then no. Rams. Games in Vegas on Sunday. Oh, yeah. They already went to L.A. for those. That's true. Game. Yeah. It ain't going to be like a short trip then. <laughs> so, Chargers, Rams, Patriots, Steelers, Niners, Chiefs. Sounds good, but, you know. So, if y'all could manage to win one. I said it sounds good, but, you know. Three, four, man. Those last two games are going to be clutch. Maybe that Niner game might be important after all. <laughs> I told you it was still going to be important. <laughs> if all else failed, it was just going to be for for shit-talking purposes, but that game was always yeah, going to be important. Yeah, it might be important for playoff implications. If, if everything goes right, it might be important. Like, we would probably be set. It would be, we have to allow you guys to enter. That would be oh, oh. I don't know, man. What's y'all schedule? Because... Oh, we Losing gotta... Elijah Mitchell, it kind of takes away from the running uh, attack that y'all thought it was going to be. Oh, I know that. Oh, trust me. We got some back. Let's see. Who the fuck these niggas got? All right, I'm already looking at these next three weeks. We got the Dolphins. We got the Bucks. got the damn Seahawks. We got the Commanders. You can never ride. Yeah, two of those next three games is... Those, these, these next three games, period. No, I mean, Tampa Bay kind of looks all right. I'm no, not going to say it's a guaranteed win. No, I'm not. I'm just saying two of those three are just, oh. Hell. Yeah. And we got Tom Brady in the middle. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you want to be gang gang? Shit. I ask you. And then the commanders after that. I'm not writing off the commanders either. Nope. That's on Christmas Eve. Whew. Oy, oy. Oh, yeah. Next year, they're going to have the first Black Friday game. <laughs> and that's just a test run. That's that's a that's a tester. Yeah, Amazon if that shit like, goes off, they're going to put another two more games on Black Friday. Amazon said flat out, oh, no, we ain't losing this shit. <laughs> How about Black Friday? Nobody plays on Friday. No one ever plays NFL on Friday. Well, except it was during the COVID year. During the COVID year, no one played on Friday. Because Friday, that Friday after uh, Thanksgiving is usually set for the high school playoffs. <laughs> yeah. The championship games. And, and speaking of Christmas games, because NFL's going to have, they're going to be on all fucking day on Christmas. I mean, to be fair, Christmas is on Sunday. It so is on Sunday. But it's going to be like Thanksgiving part two. <laughs> Shit, man. I'm definitely not taking away from the fact that Christmas is on Sunday. Like, Yeah, I keep forgetting about that. You can't, you can't just tell the NBA, all right, you got it. No. You got to fight for your right. That's your day. Yeah, that day, that Christmas game is going to be the Packers and Dolphins. Oh, so much sports, though, on Christmas. That's awesome. It's overload. Packers and Dolphins. No, it's actually perfect. No, it no, is that's actually, in a good way. That's what I mean. Overload it, in a good it, way. It is, yeah, it is perfect. Overload in a good way. You just browse in, browse out. You got red zone going on. Oh my! Well, I don't think red zone's gonna be around on that Sunday. It's on only Sunday? three games. It's only three games. 
It's Packers and Dolphins. Oh, I thought they were going all day. Well, oh, when are they playing man. all these games then? It's going to be Packers and Dolphins at 10. Are they playing all the games on Saturday? Yeah. All oh, the games okay, will be on Saturday, I'm... yeah. All right. Yeah, there'll be red zone that day. How many games are on Saturday? A whole lot. Pretty oh, much yeah, everybody. It's red zone. <laughs> pretty much I everybody ain't doing else. Shit, Christmas Eve. Leave <laughs> me alone. I have, to, I have to redo my damn red zone day. Not a, oh, my God. Red zone after a day of work? On a Oh, my on a, God. On a Saturday? Yeah, I ain't Oof. doing a damn thing. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Red zone on Saturday sounds fire. On oh, Christmas yeah. Eve, too? I ain't doing shit. Leave me alone. Damn, on Christmas Eve, too. Like, get your last-minute shopping in and then just kick back and watch Red Zone. Woo. I ain't doing no... Oh, you could... Everybody else everybody can do, else can do that shit. My last-minute shopping will be on Amazon. I'm gonna be in Atlanta. And that shit will be done at least a week before. Yeah, I'm gonna be in Atlanta back then. Man, yeah, I'm gonna get Red Zone on that shit with the quickness. And then that Sunday will be the Packers and Dolphins, Broncos and Rams, and Bucks and Cardinals. And Broncos and Rams, they'll say ticket sales are so low for that game. Because <laughs> it's yeah. in L.A. They're thinking about, like, selling them for free. Yep. <laughs> Damn. It really is Levi South. It really is Levi, yeah. Like, well, not just Levi South. It could be Death Star South, too. Like, any other team that shows up there, they're fucking, um, what's it called? The whole, the way team's fans show up. That's nuts. I know I worked out for the Raiders in Vegas. Just can, can you imagine that, if it the was idea in that they did LA? not want the Raiders to be in LA is still wild, <laughs> still wild. To they would have filled that bitch up. They find out they got Christmas game at the black hole at SoFi. Oh my god, <laughs> that's like Christmas for the Raiders, dog. Damn, imagine tailgating on Christmas. That'd be fire. <laughs> yeah, that would be super fire. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, but now it's played the fucking Commanders. On Christmas Eve, and that's gonna be, whew, boy, that's gonna be something. Yeah. Well, on that note, uh, next week it'll be the last episode, right? What's next week? Uh, not Christmas, but yeah, because we're kind of checking out a bit now. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. You know. Well, we'll let y'all know. <laughs> I don't know why you brought it up. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, I thought you were going to bring it up. I like you I, always do. I ain't say anything. I know, but no, no, I was thinking ahead. I don't say anything because I don't know what the fuck happens. Nothing's ever promised tomorrow. Okay, well, just take I, back. I'll take back anything that happened. Yeah, I don't know why you, said, I don't know why you said, said that. Everything I just said, I'll take it back. Shit. It was just like a good conversation we had going, so I'm just... Mm. But anyway, this is episode 282. 283. 283 of the most consistent podcast in the area. You can always follow us on Twitter. As long as it's still standing. <laughs> follow us on Instagram at Theological Sense. You can still follow us on Twitter at Theological SP. You can always follow us on Instagram at Theological Sense. And of course, on the Facebook. Give me a hell yeah. And on all social media at JC No Honey. I don't know what I be talking about nowadays. Nowadays, everybody want to talk. You be talking? <laughs> no, for real, I, I genuinely don't be knowing what I be talking about now. I really just use my Twitter just to retweet, just so as I could keep keep up on what's going, going on. on. That's how I'm feeling about it. I was low key like I'm legit checked out from this. I'm year. literally checked out. Like as soon as Nas dropped, that was the checkout point. Yeah, maybe it's a good thing you did bring that up then. All right, next week is our last. <laughs> <time>. <laughs> <laughs> Cause honestly, 
I got nothing. Yo, yeah, you gonna, we all gonna jam night. Somebody did this. Yeah, watch this check out. There's like another big ass news. <laughs> Why'd you bring up that shit? I don't know. I was like, what are we talking about that? Yeah, I guess I am gonna check out. So yeah, next week is last episode. No, watch this check out and then some massive great story. I'm gonna be very specific of how I say it. A massive fuckery of a great story drops. Like, you know, Pusha T decided to beef with Kanye or some shit. Is Kanye- that a great... Come on, now. Not- <laughs> you said a great story, then you went to black-on-black crime. <laughs> yeah, imagine if Kanye drops a diss track to Pusha T. Nah, not- nah. Oh, God. See, you keep, you keep talking. All we're trying to do is end this episode. You keep talking, and we're just trying to end the episode. Anyway, next week. <laughs> Illy's next week. Yeah. Yeah. On that note, we out. Happy holidays. Yeah. Peace. Peace. Peace.